Welcome to episode number 194, Continued Change. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe and Goose. Continued change in this episode, the crew talks about their experiences with change. We cover topics that range from new jobs, new homes, growing pains, new mindsets, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Leo Tolstoy and Nelson Mandela. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening Pleasure kicking things off. We would like to say thank you and a heads up as the sound quality uh, is still not up to par. We're still using uh, Zoom. It's pretty good, actually. It's just not to par what we're typically used to. Uh, so if you hear any static in the background, we may or may not you know, break up a little bit. Uh, but there might be background noises as everyone's, uh, you know, recording in their own uh, home. So there might be, you know, kids in the background or um, dogs barking. So if, if you hear that, please excuse us. But thank you for bearing with us. The content is still legit as usual. So kicking things off, this is a time of change. And uh, I wanted to bring you guys a topic we talked about 100 episodes ago, and it was titled Change. And we use this article, and I want to bring it back just because I found that it was super relevant to what we're currently going through right now. Yeah. Um, and a few episodes back, we had a uh, show called um, The New Norm, COVID-19. And this is just an additional, you know, I guess, support to, you know, all those who are facing so much change that it's everything's moving at such a fast pace. And I found that it will still be valuable, hopefully, to someone. The uh, article is titled Five Steps to Embrace Change uh, by SimpleLifeStrategies.com. Um, anyway, I'll just run through them really quick and then we could you know, dive into them one by one. But the first one is by uh, start by altering the way you view change. Remember that everything is constantly changing each and every day and that nothing ever stays the same. Number two, instead of clinging on to old habits, make a concerted effort to proactively create new changes for yourself. Number three, if uncertainty is the culprit, reframe your situation by trying to see the positive, such as how change is exciting. Number four, commit to personal growth. Number five, accept change. So again, um, I found this you know, five quick tips that you can dive into for an hour long, basically for each one, but we'll just kind of stay on the surface here uh, for the episode purposes. Uh, But I was driving home um, today and I was thinking about this topic in particular and some of the points I wanted to hit. And it's just a very simple thought just came to my mind. Um, You know, what, what makes us successful when massive change hits us and what makes us not as successful or basically kind of lose uh, momentum altogether and maybe even step back in certain areas in life is when you're, you have the ability to change. I'm sorry. When you have the ability to adapt to change versus uh, the inability to adapt. Right. 
And so it's those folks who can, um, whether they like it or not. So this is the biggest thing. So some people are like, oh, I don't like change. Sure. I, I don't even understand what that means because yeah. that's all life is, is constantly changing. Yeah. Even like the days, the days, you know, today, we'll never see today ever again. Today's, that's it. Mark it down as history. So tomorrow's a new, you know, it's a new day. It's always different. It's not Groundhog Day. Yes. <laughs> and so um, I, I have not yet, uh, and, and maybe there is, and I'm not saying that we're, we're, we are obviously creatures of habit, and I'm not saying that, you know, like, crazy successful people don't have habits of their own and they do like a routine. I get that. But when there's a time where you have to make adjustments and you don't because you are not comfortable with change, I think that's where the growing pains part comes. Um, But you're sliding in the wrong direction. So if I embrace the change, I'm going to have a growing pain, but at least it's going to go in the positive direction and it's going to stretch me, you know, in a good way. Whereas if, I don't embrace a change. I'm going to have a growing pain because either something's some, I'm going to lose momentum. So now I'm going the opposite direction. Um, and so there's still a stretch there, hence the growing pain. And I, and I think it's kind of, um, you know, the sharp thinkers, the creative thinkers. These are the people that constantly uh, are able to make adjustments. And when you're able to make adjustments in chaos, um, you're just going to put yourself, you're going to stack the odds, you know, towards your favor um but yeah and i I think it's the way we view change right um if if we're to the understanding that everything truly is changing i mean think about it every single day we get older we're a little bit different um i think the change comes it's almost like you know now now we're you know we're in our quarantine days still right yeah and your hair grows little by little right and you, you don't know that you didn't have a haircut. Look, you know you don't have a haircut. We don't realize how long it actually is until you saw like a before and after picture. Because yeah. <laughs> each day you're staring at your hair and you're just kind of getting used to it. And then all of a sudden that one day comes where it's like a month later. And you're like, all right, my hair is like way too long for comfort. Down to the floor. Um, <laughs> but it didn't just happen overnight, right? Like your hair didn't get that long curling inside your ears or whatever overnight it, it just gradually happened and so change is happening although day by day when i'm looking at myself in the mirror and i'm shaving it doesn't necessarily look like much is happening right sure. but mm-hmm. that starts adding on that's kind of the same thing with um you know the daily you know i, I guess embrace of what's going on in the world versus if something catastrophic hits like a massive yeah. change yeah. instantly yeah. obviously that's totally different right um and, and you're faced with choices. You have to make the decision. Am I going to adapt? Am I going to just freeze? Uh, am I, or am I going to not adapt? Uh, two of them, you're moving backwards. One, although you're not comfortable, you're still moving forward. So here's the thing. It was, you know, when we hear people talk all the time saying, oh, I, I'm not good with change. I don't like change. I like routine. It's not, it's not saying routine. I'm not, I'm not getting off that. But the, the change aspect, it doesn't mean – people are comfortable right because just because i embrace change doesn't mean like oh i like change i like being different i like you know something fresh every it's not that bro it's like i'm doing this because i have to (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's it's gonna happen anyway i guess is what i'm trying to say is like this change is gonna happen uh i need to make a decision and start acting on it otherwise me just sitting around moping about or complaining about it it's not going to help my situation how can I now make this new change or this new reality of mine 
improved. Because then look, embracing it gives you a better perspective of like a new avenue to kind of explore, if anything. Oh yeah, absolutely. I also do think it it, it brings you, it confronts you uh, with maybe some old habits that you need to remove, sure. right? And it's kind of may, maybe life challenging you and saying, hey, listen, <laughs> it's time to, to drop that old habit. Um, it's not benefiting you anymore. Um, it's time to embrace a new version of yourself. And one of those part of that, you know, conversion, so to speak, uh, is dropping some old wires um, and, and upgrading to some new gear, um, a new charger, so to speak, for your phone. Um, you know, there's a couple of companies out there that, that have phone chargers that aren't the best quality for whatever reason. But you ever see one like right right at the end, it kind of like breaks off and the wires are kind of like it looks like they're splitting out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, it's one of those things. After a while, that charger is <laughs> not going to be very effective. That charger is not going to be, you know, um, the number one thing on top of it just being dangerous. Right. Yeah, exactly. So imagine not upgrading your charger. Eventually, you're going to get hurt. And it's the same thing with an old habit. Yeah, that's served. Those habits might have served you well for the old you. Yep. But the new you, you need that new charger. Um, it's just not going to work. Um, and you, you even see certain, you know, phones now. Old chargers don't even fit. So the ports are just they're different sizes, shapes, yep. whatever. They get upgraded to something. What we we hope is an, an improved version. Yes. Um, but it's kind of like the same thing, right? Um, you got to embrace that. You 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 have to release the old habit, so to speak. Um, and honestly, be creative with it. I feel like once once you can be okay with the fact that the old you is just that, an old you, um, and see the excitement in what the new you is going to be. Um, going back to uh, the, number th- the number three thing, the uncertainty part. I don't know if there ever – I mean, what in life is, you know, a sure thing, so to speak? Um, Very few things are, like, for <laughs> certain. Like, time is going to move. That's uh, Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, but, like, a handful. Yeah. But, like, the most the, – the things that, that I guess we, we hold on to or put so much value into are ever-changing themselves. Yes. Hence the uncertainty, right? Um, and I think I think they, they make a good point with the new beginning. Sometimes we need the change. We don't even know it. Isn't that scary? I there's a couple things, couple um, like early on in my career, I got new jobs and, and I was very hesitant in taking the jobs. And um, I remember thinking like a year in, and it was like one of the best you know, one of the better decisions I've ever made. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what if I let my like self doubts get to me? And I would have never been in a position that I'm at. I would have never been uh, where I even am today. I would, it just would have took me in a whole other direction. Um, well, you'd be and so you were before. Exactly. Was that scary? Yeah. Was that uncertain? Yeah. Because there was no sure thing. I could have, you know, I had, I had a sweet deal. I mean, <laughs> I really did. And then I embraced change um, and there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that, you know, 
the person, you know, my manager was going to be the, the best manager. No, just there's just no guarantee of that. Or, you know, your coworkers or the environment in the workplace. You just don't know these things, but you kind of have to take that leap of faith. And uh, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. This For me, this is where my faith comes in. And I just pray about it. And if it feels right, then I go with it. Um, and I'm okay with making a bad decision if at some point I do felt right, I feel right. Talk to my wife or, you know, my family about it. And, you know. And, and I feel okay. That, at that point, I felt like I gave some thought into it. And if sure. it's the wrong decision down the road, then we'll just keep it moving. And you have but, the support of people who, uh, you know, understand what you're going through, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm not also not beating myself up with all the what ifs. Yes. Like, what if I took that one job? Where mm-hmm. would I be today? Sure. I have, I thank God, I have not yet, done, never had to live with the what if. Because I just went with my gut and I thought, feel like I've been making the better decisions for me specifically, yeah. the work for me. Um, the other thing is when they say commit to personal growth, that's all part of change, right? I mean, everyone knows, and I, and I, I know it's it's a it's a it's a worn out example, but like when you go to the gym and you work out and you're sore and you're hurting, all that pain is going to result. Hopefully, it's not an injury. I'm saying all the positive like pain <laughs> of, it, is adding up to your growth. Now, if you think about that, we were constantly talking about the physical realm, but what about the spiritual realm, the mental realm, and you're investing into yourself, um, into your mental toughness. Mm. And by doing that is reading books. And and I know a lot of people don't even read books anymore. Um, They read the books, but it's really like a book on tape, the old school, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, the audible.com or listening to podcasts that are all... um, uh, about personal growth also or listening to um and listening to like sermons like if it's whatever religion or whatever that you could do all that while you're driving somewhere while you're exercising while you're you know cleaning the house doing the laundry whatever it is you can be listening basically uh a university you know on wheels what they what they used to say back in the day um so if you have a commute somewhere um you can, instead of listening to music, I'm not saying, you know, put music aside, but make a decision, right? So when you're driving into, let's just say you're driving into work every day for 20 minutes to an hour or whatever it is, on the way into work, for example, you commit to personal growth stuff. Or if you think um, music is a better option, do music. But then at the gym or on the way home, then you have to switch it to, you know, personal development. If you're putting in the 15 minutes to a half hour daily, that is all adding up. That's like the hair, you know, you going without a haircut for a month. Eventually you're going to gain something. Mm-hmm. Something will stick to a point where it becomes a habit. Um, and now I'm well over an hour a day, almost two hours, uh, two and a half hours a day of just personal development every single day. Um, and, and there's something to that. I'm telling you, there truly is something to that. Um, I do believe we should all be lifelong learners. I think we should commit to that. Um, and if you have not, I would highly recommend it, uh, or at least consider it uh, in a big way. Um, and then obviously the last thing is accepting the change and stop the resistance. Um, obviously, you know that's uh, you know depends on the circumstance, but sure. still, it generally speaking, I think a lot of the times we miss opportunity because of our own resistance, um, and it's because of the unknown, and you're scared. 
um, and, and you're not really sure what's on the other side. And so you're comfortable, basically, and now it's taking you out of that comfort place and bringing you into a new world. And, you know, naturally, that's not something that you like to do, per se. Yeah. Uh, but I do think if that's embraced and, and, uh, and, and accepted by yourself, the better and the quicker you can basically transition through that change. Um, with all that being said, uh, great article. Uh, what, what, what do you guys, how do you guys view change? Well, definitely, <laughs> well, like you said, like it's a part of life. You can't expect nothing to ever change. It's like the world is changing around you. Like stuff is always advancing. There's always new with like, and all this stuff, like now more recently, it's like you have no choice but to change because the world changed like overnight, literally almost. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. you have no choice but to deal with stuff. I mean, either you're dealing with it or accepting it is, I guess one way to put it, but. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think even like what's crazy, like even for uh, like just something as small as marketing. And if you use social media for your marketing, if you don't know that, you know, the, the, the Facebooks and the Instagrams of the world are constantly changing like their algorithms on who sees what, when they see it, um, that is literally constantly changing, probably on a, <clears throat> a daily. I know on a regular basis. I don't know if it's a daily basis, but it's definitely always changing because I can see the difference uh, when I didn't make an adjustment to whatever they changed it to. You could see there's a total lack of um, uh, encounters or interaction with Stress. the outside world, basically. Um, you go from something that was you know viewed a couple hundred times in an hour to uh, two views in a sure. day. I'm like, sure. what happened? I didn't do anything different. Um, no, they changed. And now I have to now figure out what I need to change. I need to change or adjust um, to get better results. Yeah. Even like with me with the barbershop, I um, we used to do just straight up walk-ins and the shop would be like Tuesday, Wednesday. It's kind of like it was not as busy. It was just kind of like a slow. There were like our slower days, Thursday. But then Friday and Saturday was like crazy at the shop. And I had like the only thing I could think of is to like how to like manage it in a way where I can. I'm not like exhausting myself on a Friday and Saturday was to, was to make appointments because I can only do a certain amount of haircuts per hour or whatever. Yeah. And um, so I had to adjust my whole business, the whole shop, from just. From going from walk-ins to everyone's doing appointment only, and that was like for me, it was like a, um, I don't want to say scary, but it was like a difficult change to do. But when I did it, it was like the best change ever, like for for the business anyway. Now it's like a little bit more organized. It's not as hectic, and like, and my clients they actually adapt to that as well. Like seeing like instead of just walking up, now they have to like set their time and make it, and it's and they like it even better instead of sitting there for two hours. Now they just walk up 15 minutes before the haircut, leave, like get their cut and leave. So like the whole, my whole business, I had to adjust to doing something and then everyone else adjusts with it. And now like, it just runs smoother. Mm. Yeah. yeah I mean, and there, there, there are, um, the resistors, so to speak along the way, right? Those were the people who were like, Oh, I just, I just like to just walk in. But the majority of the people adapted to the change. It made everyone's experience better you gotta think as a barber he has like 20 people sitting in the shop uh you know waiting to get a haircut you know by him and all the other barbers 
that's an overwhelming thing. And you're just on stage quote, you know, you feel like you're, you know, you have to perform fast and, but you also want to give a quality cut and you want to get everyone in and people are grunting while they're sitting in the chairs waiting and people are butting in front of each other. It becomes a little tiny disaster every single day. And so the experience might not have been for everyone, but for the majority, Mm -hmm. when you changed over um, to appointments, because I know there was something else like, oh, well, now I got to download an app and now I got to go to this website. And there was whatever you call like that little resistance in the beginning. But once people, I guess, saw the benefit, the benefits outweighed the, you know, the, the little small pain that the change caused. Uh, but, you know, once you realize like, wait a minute, I don't have to sit around and watch 10 other dudes get their haircuts because, you know, and you know, I've been in here since eight o'clock in the morning. It's now 2 p.m. Yeah. And my yeah. whole Saturday shot. Um, it's a big difference. Yeah. And I know like a lot of people, like they couldn't, they wouldn't come to my shop because they, they didn't have that time. to like, they're like, yeah. dude, I'm going to sit there for two hours. like be productive doing something else in those two hours. And then like, instead of like, you know I mean? So now they can do whatever they got to do, come in, like, block off an hour of their day or whatever to get air cut and they can go instead of two to three hours. Yeah. Like dude, you just sit <laughs> it's I don't know. But it definitely changed like a different type of clientele as well too. And and that's that's for a boatload of uh, industries, right? I know that, you know, in, in the healthcare industry, when, you know, the transition from the paper records to the electronic medical record, yeah. that transition, I mean, you have Oh, you know, certain physicians that were champions of the change. And then you had you know, some physicians, you know, the old school ones, I would say, fighting every bit of it, you know? Yes. I, I remember we transitioned was probably at this, literally at this point, it's like 10 years ago. It was like, yeah, nobody wanted to have electronic chart because it was like, they were so used to having the entire chart in front of them because you had this encyclopedia of, of the past, whatever, 10 years of the patient seeing you. But then all they did was upload the last couple of years. But then as of now, like obviously everything's there now, but it's like, it's much better on the front end to, cause you can actually read what's in the chart now. Not, you know, the doctor scribble, scribble. scribble. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Have you ever had, and this might be, uh, you know, kind of like a little bit of repeat, but, but it's good for folks that have not heard it yet, but have you ever had an unexpected change where, you know, you had to make a lot of adjustments in an unexpected, you know, short period of time. I know um, for myself, one of the most basic ones was, you know, um, my wife's car was was giving us trouble for a while. Um, not for a while. It was it, it was getting to a point where um, it was nickel and diamond. It was basically nickel and diamonds. Yeah. But it wasn't to the point where it's like, all right, this is shot. It was like, all right, now let me, uh, you know, let's fix this. Let's repair that. Let's replace this. But for it to completely like die on us on one random Saturday morning was unexpected. I was not expecting for that whole thing. It was more like, mm-hmm. uh, let's replace because it felt like you replaced the whole dang thing. After a while, you're you're fixing it so much. You're like, well, what's <laughs> well? Then we ended up getting we ended up getting her a brand new car. But but the part was, I was fighting that right. Yeah. That whole time, I kept taking it to the shop. I'm like, you know, they're like, dude, it's time for a new car. It's time for a new car. You got to get something. No, I was just, uh, you know, 400 bucks there, 200 bucks there, 600, you know, all that stuff was adding up. Um, and then all of a sudden, one day I'm driving in, you know, to work and boom, it's just gone. That's it. I mean, that's literally, that's it. And all that stuff, it was like, you got 
I was not make I was making changes to like just get by. Sure. If that makes sense, right? We were just mm-hmm. fixing it till the next little thing went wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it was really nothing wrong. You would put um, a bunch of band-aids on it essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just it was just crazy timing, man. I mean, it really was. You got yeah, th- it happened literally in December and so there's just so much <laughs> going on. And I'm like, this can't be happening right now. Christmas is in a week. Yeah. Um and here I am. Now I don't even have a car. You know, you just it's like this is crazy. But mm-hmm. we adapted. We made decisions really quick and over, you know, luckily it was over a weekend, so we had time to think. Nothing was really open on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it gave us Saturday the, the whole day and then Sunday the whole day. By Sunday night we made a decision and we're ready to rock and roll. Um but that happened so fast. I was like, dude, we have to make adjustments, we have to change, we have to figure this out. Uh, we both commute uh, a, a decent distance. It's not like I can just like walk to my job or something. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that 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 happened unexpectedly. But I still think um, it's in our nature to make adjustments and to react. Um, mm-hmm. It's just how quick. The the toughest part I think is making a quick, accurate decision is what's what's I think is the toughest part. Sure. Uh, but yeah. Goose, yeah. Yeah, no, no. For me, it was like with the um, my um, my barbershop that was on Rackley Street. Obviously, I was there for seven years. The, the building sold, so got like a new owner, and he didn't want to honor my lease. So, it, and his his lease was like outrageous. It was something like I, it was it was it almost doubled my rent. So I had to like go and call like the local like. Uh, real estate agent in town that knew what the market was in town and like, what was, where can I, 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 I had no choice, but to move, to move to another space. So I had to do it within two months. I mean, in a business sense, that's like a short period of time. Like, dude, you got to make a decision. You got to come up with a, the, the money to renovate, to make it fit your business. Like you just, there was like a lot going on and it happened like really, really fast. I mean, at the end it was like a smooth transition, but it was just like an unexpected thing. Like I thought I was going to be on that little, that little shop forever. Mm. And then someone, someone tried to take over and whatever and kind of forced me into a different direction. So I had to adjust. I had no choice, but to adjust into something else, which was, it was probably like the best thing for the business anyway, but it was just, um, yeah. And then it's at the same time, when you do adjustments, it's always good to have like a supporting cast, like, friends family everyone's like oh yeah we'll help you out we'll do this we'll do that or whatever because some changes you can't do it by yourself like some like 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 jim with the with your car that was like a change that you and your wife made a decision on so for me it was like me i have employees i have a customer my family i had like i had kind of consult with a lot of people before i made that change so i mean like i said and it was it wasn't easy but i did it and it was and if i didn't do it then like you said it was your job you're like Dang, like if I didn't do this, I would be like stuck in a spot where like now I, I actually did it. And it, it might have been like on purpose, a sign from, you know, whatever, like whatever your belief might be. But it's like, it's definitely like, all right, you've been here long enough. You outgrew this space. Just move on to this bigger space and you can fill that in. And that's how I'm taking it as, as it is now anyway. And even before that, when you went from being an employee to an entrepreneur oh, yeah. or a business owner, yeah. it was kind of the yeah. same thing. It was like, we all knew you were ready. You knew you were ready. It was a matter of certain things obviously lining up. You can't just, you know, you don't want to be a knucklehead about 
certain things. You don't want to just make a quick move and make. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the decision making is, is it's tough, but it got to be sharp and precise as po- as much as possible. Um, yeah. In your situation, something you, popped up and you jumped on. Yeah, you can't do these decisions like recklessly either. Like I said, you have to. There's people you got to consult with, like whether it's friends, families, or like freaking professionals. Like there's people you don't want to just like. Yeah, I'm gonna do this and just like my shop was three thousand square feet, and next day if I get like a a big warehouse, what's that for? Like, there's no, you know, it's not practical. So there's things you got to consult, and you're just you got to make sure you take the right steps in doing it, and it should fall in place. Absolutely, um, I think I think learning from your own past as well is gonna benefit you. Um, into whatever completed version you end up being, but the, hopefully it's a better version of yourself. But reflecting on the past and utilizing your experiences to make those quick decisions will hopefully help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now that you have the experience of being an employee, right? Um, j- just think about it. Have you ever like thought about a time where it's like your boss did something or said something? They say, man, what one day if if I'm ever in like a leadership position or oh, business owner, I'm there. I won't. I won't ever do that to my staff. I won't ever do mm-hmm. that to my team. Yeah. And that day comes, and like, yo, I remember that. Um, but that was based off of an experience that you had because you knew how you felt at that time, and you didn't want to put that on anybody else. Um, it's kind of one of those things. And and with all these experiences, especially with change. Um, you can utilize them to benefit future decision-making. You could also utilize other people's uh, experiences for an improved situation for yourself, right? Even with the coronavirus, uh, the U.S. and other countries were trying to make different decisions and do follow a different protocol based on what didn't work to the first few countries that had it. Um, were infected with the coronavirus, right? So they're making adjustments based on other people's basically failures or whatever it is um, to improve your results, to improve your outcomes. Um, so, so you know, learning from your own experience, learning from other people's experience, and like Goose said, consulting with people, consulting with someone who might have been there, or even just reading a book that's going to give you a little bit of knowledge that can, you know, you can put into your you know, your tool bag and, and, and pull it out whenever needed. Ha- explain a big change that you've gone through um, recently or, you know, within like the last 10 years, let's just say with maybe school, job, or home, a new neighborhood, and, and how you embrace that change. Goose, I know you just moved into a new spot. And ha- how's that all like working out and what adjustments did you have to make? Um. So... For me, I mean, it's all the adjustments were like good because now I moved into, um, went from Levittown, which was like the town outside of Bristol where, where my barbershop's at, and I moved into town. So it's like, yeah, I really have like a, a 10 minute walk if I wanted to, or like a two minute, one minute, two minute car drive up the street. Yeah. Um, that adjustment, it's, I mean, it's not that it was a big adjustment, it was just like, um, now my time frame in the mornings are different. Hmm. So I would have to leave the house at a certain time, like a lot more earlier when I was on the other side of town. Now I'll just, um, 
but I also have like all my my banks and all that other stuff that's on the other side of town. So I got to leave Bristol sometimes to come back into Bristol in the mornings. Like they're just like, I don't know, it's just managing my time differently now. It's all the same time, but I got to like manage it different. Yeah. Like in, in, a, in a sense of like, as I'm leaving the house or whatever, but then like living in the house, living in, this, in the apartment. Now it's just um, me and Lauren, actually, this is our thing together as a, as partners. So now it's like something we both have like um, something together. So now we're, we're both paying the bills here. You know what I mean? It was that before we were just dating, you know, and now we're engaged. Now we live in this place. So now it's like, everything's like kind of put together and like we're splitting the, like we're paying the bills together. We have a joint count. It's like that was different. So that's all that stuff is an adjustment because before whatever, like my finances, my stuff was, I was taking care of it. Now it's like, I, I do like the business end of my shop. Like I take care of my business and then she does, I, she does the, the stuff for the, for our home. So it's like, I got to trust her with what, make sure she's doing the right stuff, paying the bills here. And then I just, and to me, that's an adjustment because I like to do everything. I like to, to kind of handle my own finances, my own things and stuff. But, um, it just happened like the place. Everything's like, it's not just mine. It's like both of ours. So I got to share this space, you know, like not that it's a bad thing, but it's just like, it's, it's just, you just yeah. changed. It's yeah, it's, I got to change. Yeah. I got to change my ways. It just, yeah. Um, but it's all good. It's all, it's nothing like major, like where it's like, oh, I dread it. No, I love it. It's awesome. It's amazing. I love our space. I love where I'm at right in town, right in Bristol borough. So it's actually for the better for all of us. So yeah, it's, it was an adjustment, but it was all a good adjustment. Good changes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, oh man, um, there's that's big adjustments when you buy, you know, you get into your own place and stuff like that. There's so many little things you don't think of from, you know, remember to, you know, de depending on where you live or whatever, but uh, we ended up getting a, a place where I had to do the landscaping myself. So that was a total adjustment, plotting that out every week, uh, knowing when the heck the trash days were. I got that, I got that all jacked up for the first couple of weeks. It's just so funny because it's so little and minute now, like when I think about it, but it meant everything to me then. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, just the whole situation is just getting adjusted. Like you said, it's all good. It's all good stuff. It's just, you start to get adjusted mm -hmm. uh, to it. For us recently, one of the bigger changes uh, for me and my family has been uh, the kids not being able to go to school and one of them important parts about that is is now that we're basically homeschooling uh in a sense because um you know obviously you get the assignments from school um but you have to go through them with your child um the difficult part for us now is that both me and my wife are still working um and he's getting james getting like a massive probably like two to four hours worth of work every day that we can't start until you know we're not home till six uh, and then we eat dinner and then you're not starting till, you know, whatever, seven o'clock. And it's, you know, it's become a big, big, big adjustment. Um, and that was one of the, one of the changes where it's like, you know, this is like a pass or fail. Right. And so like, we have to make adjustments. We have to figure this out. Uh, how can we make this better? And so we made a couple of things here and there. We're still working on it. Definitely not easy, but it's definitely a change we all experiencing. Um, and we're all feeling the growing pains. It's, I know it's all good. Uh, but it doesn't make it, you know, doesn't make it easy, right? It's not tough. It's not, you know, it's 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 tough on on James. I know that for sure. Um, 
but I think they, as the days go by, we're getting better at it. Mm. Um, and you know, and I, I truly do believe it's making us stronger. Like my wife's texting me today. She's like, I'm definitely learning something basically every day. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Whether it's by, by, you know, at, you know, something about herself or something that, you know, he's learning. It's just, you know, school's a little bit different, <laughs> uh, a lot of it different than when we, you know, grew up. So it, it, it's kind of cool. Um, if you look at it in that sense, we're definitely blessed. Um, Gabe, what about you, man? So I like, I guess kind of long, like Mikey was like, yeah, like I guess what five years ago, like moving to a new place. So like before I used to, I was like the opposite of Mikey. I, I lived closer to work and now I'm like 45 minutes away. From work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause it's a lot big different. Yeah. It's like finding, now I gotta find a whole new route. I gotta wake up a lot earlier. I gotta, you know, do you have from the city to the suburbs. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like getting adjusted to that, you know, a different kind of like what you said, kind of there's a different upkeep now. Cause before I lived in a small row home in North Philadelphia. Now it's a different kind of house now. I mean, there's a different kind of yard and everything now, which I didn't have before <laughs> yeah. anywhere close to what it was before. So it's, it's, that was, I mean, the bit, I mean, it's a, a good change. Cause obviously you're in a better neighborhood, better, all this stuff. So it was like, yeah, I think if you, if you look at, if you look at life, um, almost like grade school, um, and, you know, just going through the schooling system, like now that I'm thinking about it, it, it might help a little bit alleviate some, uh, uncertainty and some maybe even pain, just knowing that this is, uh, you know, as they say, part of the process, right? So when you're, you know, you go from first grade to second grade, you might be, you know, it's like, you know, you're, you're super excited. You got to think about like how sweet your teachers are. Um, you know, because they're teaching kids who are whatever, six, seven years old. And you, the way you address a six and seven year old is totally different the way you dress a 16 or 17 yeah. year old. Right. And so then you move on to the next <clears throat> level and you're like, Oh my gosh, we're going to third grade. We're going to third grade. Like you wanted to do it, but then you're kind of scared. And now you have a new teacher, right. Yeah. And now you have a new teacher and what's her approach going to be. And that's the way life is. Right. Yeah. And when you make a new decision, Something is your new teacher, whatever that is. It could be your job. It could be your, you know, your significant other, whatever it is. Someone's your new teacher. And then you go from third to fourth to fifth and to sixth and whatever. And then from, remember jumping, doing that jump from elementary school to middle school. That was a whole new world, right? And again, things got a little bit tougher. It got a little bit tougher, but then you realize it's for the better. Yes. And then again, the teachers change and physiologically you started changing uh even mentally and spiritually you started gaining you know knowledge and and you know just going through different emotions and then going from middle school to high school and that adjustments that you made and thinking like oh my gosh and again at every level there's a new teacher right or, or teachers in in some aspects yeah. um or even those around you right you didn't have the same classmates from kindergarten um to 12th grade not every single one i should say you might have had one or two maybe even three kids if you're lucky in the same class all throughout your school career uh, but there's going to be new people inserted there somewhere yeah and that's pretty much how life is with every level you go you're going to encounter new people it's how you make you know ha- what are you going to make of it are you going to make you know more friends are you going to make enemies um are you going to make a coalition and knock this thing out are you going to you know join forces and go on strike it's whatever, you know, however you embrace that change or whatever you think is going to benefit you. It's almost like going through the school, you know, like well, our schooling system here yeah. in the United States. It's just there's going to be a new teacher. There's going to be 
different people around you, you're going to learn different things. Topics are going to get more difficult. Um, you know, the one thing I don't know if it will, will change is that, you know, recess, uh, you, don't, you don't have it when you're older, but yeah. <laughs> lunch, lunch was, you know, something to look forward to. I guess that, that was always a constant. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's wrap this bad boy up. If there's one thing you could change um, in your life right now, what would it be and why? One thing. I know. God for, dang. <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, it is, right? No. Only because, like, I don't think I would want to change anything because everything that's happened, good or bad, it's always like a learning experience. Like, I don't want to go back and change something and then it might be a different result if I would have changed it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, and I, I'm, I'm a, you know, firm believer in. You know, things happen for a reason. Um, and, and again, utilizing all these experiences to help benefit, oh, uh, you know, from, you know, what your future is going to look yeah. like. Um, all right. So there you have it. We like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Leo Tolstoy. Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. The second one by Nelson Mandela. Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Continue change. This episode, the crew talks about their experiences with change. We cover topics that range from new jobs, new homes, growing pains, new mindsets, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Leo Tolstoy and Nelson Mandela. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.